Welcome to Content Inspire, a podcast focused on sharing good people doing great things within the sports nutrition and fitness industry. Welcome to Content Inspire Season 2. Today, I have the legend and badass Heather Jocks from Priceplow and I'm so happy that she's here to share her story, her experiences, because listeners, I have a feeling you'll be inspired to get after it. So introduce yourself to the listeners. I just want to say, first of all, thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very humbled. You've had an amazing lineup of guests before me. So I'm just happy to join the team and get on this podcast and just tell my story like you said. Uh, a little bit about myself. So I am the digital content manager at Pricewell. And if for those who don't know what Pricewell is, we essentially are like the forefront on like self-industry news. We focus on education in terms of educating consumers on, you know, certain ingredients, certain products, working with brands, just helping elevate the supplement industry and just providing value for people do a lot of different things. But I'm more on the writing side of things. So we have a blog that's pretty intensive in terms of like describing products and doing ingredient breakdowns and, you know, diving deep into the education aspect of it. And then I occasionally I'm on social media, you know, answering questions and whatnot, but mainly like written, the written content is what I'm focused on the most. And uh, just joined Pricewell about a year ago. So excited that I got the opportunity to join them and we've been crushing it ever since. And I'm really excited for this year. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, Price Plow, you, Mike, Ben, everyone has just been killing it on another level with like, yeah, the content you guys have been killing it from Ghost, Axe and Sledge, um, Glaxon, you name it, amazing brands. So like I said, you guys are killing it straight up. Um, so just diving deep into it, like, what is your why, Heather? Like, why do you get up in the morning and work for Price Plow and do all the amazing, incredible things that you're currently doing right now? I think the biggest thing is before, you know, I started working out myself. So back in the day when I first started getting into weight training, I really saw the value of what fitness, what, you know, working out can provide to people. And I feel like there was a miscommunication between uh, the general consumer or you know person you could say and, and like the relationship with exercise and whatnot and so the reason I joined price pause because well I'm really bad on education and so is you know the rest of the team Mike and Ben and we really wanted to provide value for people and really help them in a way that maybe they can't get it elsewhere like in terms of being transparent being honest and helping them achieve their fitness and health goals is something I've always been really interested in obviously I got my uh, college degree in athletic training. So I've always been big on, you know, the exercise physiology part of things, but trying to relay that to the general consumer in the best way possible and the way they can understand. And really just like, obviously the supplement industry is full of a lot of marketing and a lot of like fancy terms and really just trying to cut the BS and be like, Hey, this is what this product does. This is why you should take it. Um, this is how it's going to help you with your goals and whatnot. So that's my why I feel like I just want to help people at the end of the day. I want to help people realize that health and fitness isn't as complicated as it may seem. It's very simple. And if you break it down into doing things you enjoy, like that's going to keep you motivated, keep you going and just, you know, live a healthier, active lifestyle. You don't have to be a power lifter, a bodybuilder per se. You can be just going to the gym, you know, a couple times a week and, um, you know, chasing your goals that way. So I just, I just wanted people to see that like, there's there's other ways to like 
become healthy and do all these things and it's not so complicated. So that's really, education is huge for me and just trying to relay that to the general consumer. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with me and the listeners. Um, Next question that I'm going to drop your way is what was the first supplement you ever took? This is hard. I was actually, cause I asked other people this as well on, you know, some people's Q and A's on Instagram and I don't, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was either C4, the pre-workout, notorious mm-hmm. pre-workout, because I remember yep. taking it and going to the gym, and you know how the beta alanine tingles gets you all itchy and whatnot? I remember yeah, like I doing it. my first set and like wondering what was wrong with me. Like I thought I was having like an allergic reaction to the supplement, uh, so I'm pretty sure that was my first one, but... Okay. So for me, I'll always remember it was like the original NO Explode from, oh, yeah. um, from BSN, and yeah that was that was a trip Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'll always remember that um so i know price plow works with some of the best supplement brands within the industry is there a brand that you personally love that hasn't been brought on as a client or talked about yet on on price plow there's definitely a few brands that we don't particularly work with for various reasons not that not that we don't want to we we would love to work with these people especially on a closer basis and mm-hmm. a few brands that come to mind uh, recently, especially because I've been trying their products and really diving deeper into the people behind the brand would be HD Muscle. Um, they're a new brand from Canada doing some really big things. They've had an awesome first year. That's definitely a brand that I've kind of like really loved what they were doing. And then mm-hmm. before I joined Pricefall, actually, one of the questions they asked me was like, hey, what brands would you like to see us work with? And I think some other ones I always mentioned was Lycopro Supplements from Jeff Long and then Morphogen Ben, which Morphogen Nutrition, we do some stuff with him. Like we get to try out his products, but we don't actually like do content on his like formulas. But I would definitely love to because, I mean, he just makes some killer products and I feel like it's a little bit underrated. Like he's growing organically and he's been doing this for years, but I feel like mm-hmm. what he does is a little bit underappreciated and I would love to kind of spread the word and we try our best, like I said. You'll probably see them a few times on our story, but I would say those are the three brands that kind of really stick out in my mind in terms of like, I would love to work with those brands on a closer basis. And I think they're really doing great things for the industry. And uh, that's what at Pricewell, we love to highlight the brands who are just really doing positive things and, and, you know, making the industry better. Okay. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And um, so you are the digital content manager for Pricepile. What are the responsibilities you have on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, so the big focus is obviously writing the blog post, which is a lot of really mm-hmm. in-depth ingredient breakdowns. Ben does his videos, which is more of just like, you know, general explanations about what this product does. But if you really want to dive deep into the science, you know, I publish blogs pretty much almost every day of the week on a certain product, uh, whether it's like a new flavor, a new ingredient, new whatever, that's the big thing. But I also organize like all the content. So that's, a, that's where the, the role of digital content manager comes into play is, you know, when are we posting like this video? When are we getting this blog post up? How is that all going to work out as far as getting the content out to our followers, listeners, readers, all of that stuff? Like how is that organized? Setting up calls with certain brands. Um, and then doing other stuff like behind the scenes, you know, like YouTube descriptions, like all those little things you got to do for YouTube videos. And then, you know, obviously Instagram posts, I do Q and A sometimes. So it's just kind of all over the place. I wear a lot of hats, different hats, but it's really just mm-hmm. kind of organizing all the content we do on a daily basis and making sure it's like best getting relayed on to like the, are you, like I said, our followers and whatnot. Okay. 
And dropping another quick question your way is what has been your best experience so far working with Pricebow? I think what I've enjoyed the most is, you know, obviously we get free products sent our way and we get to try out a lot of things, but that's not really mm-hmm. what drives me to continue to work for Pricebow. It's really getting to know the people behind the brand, getting to know, uh, you know, the CEOs, the formulators, all of that stuff, like getting on calls with them and speaking to them about like, what's their plans moving forward? How are they going to, how are they going to, you know, attack this next year? Like just getting to know them on a more personal basis. There's been a lot of brands that we work with that I've been fans of for years before I started working for Price Pound. It's, it's kind of crazy to be able to even contact or talk to those CEOs on a daily basis almost and kind of pick their brains on like just all the cool stuff they're doing. That's I've been inspired by a lot of these people, you know, for years and just so, getting to know them on a more personal basis has been the most enjoyable thing. And I know with COVID we couldn't travel that much, but we're really Mm -hmm. hoping to get out there and, you know, visit these people more and like, you know, see what they're doing behind the scenes and whatnot. I know Ben did it a little bit last year, but we had some big plans for last year. It just didn't work out, but we're excited for this year. I'm certainly excited for everything coming 2021. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, So just dropping another quick question your way. What is your favorite type of training style in the gym? Do you focus on progressive overload or do you have like a specific training style that you enjoy incorporating on a daily basis? Yeah. So when I first got into training, I actually followed, I don't know if you know who he is. His name is like the online coach. It's Raymond Carrito. He's actually yeah, a great athlete. Course. And yeah. so I followed him. Thankfully I got my fitness information from him because he's a very knowledgeable guy. And I started following some Mm -hmm. of his training programs and I just fell in love with the way he worked out, which his main style, I know it changes throughout the years, of course, for everyone, but he does like a push pull legs routine six times a week. And the beginning of the week, it's more strength focused. And then the end of the week's more hypertrophy focused. So you could almost say it's like a power building hybrid. And that I love that style of training. I know it's probably not like you could argue it's not the best for just strength or it's not the best for just like hypertrophy. But for me, I love getting stronger, but I also love that kind of like bodybuilding hypertrophy training. So that's been my split for like years. I mean, it's just something I really enjoy. I, you know, I do squat bench deadlift, but I also love doing, you know, the, just like, you know, lateral raises, curls, stuff like that. And I love, it just keeps me, like you said, with the progressive overload, I focus on that every week, getting stronger, adding a rep, doing another set, doing something like that, where some way it's different from last week, right? Like you can't just get better without changing something. So, and, you know, I track all my lifts. So I'm just glad that early on, I got my advice in terms of fitness and training from him. Cause he, you know, mm-hmm. now that I know more myself, like I realized like he was putting out some really good uh, information. Okay. Um, and I just have to ask what music do you listen to while working out? So primarily rap music. Uh, but I listen, okay. to, I listen to a lot of different music. It's either rap or uh, rock, probably, or maybe like alternative music. It's hard to say like what you would classify it as. It just depends on my mood. But it's a lot of like okay. I, when I was younger, I listened to a lot of Eminem, Drake, you know, J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, people like that. And I still to this day, you know, listen to that in the gym all the time. So. OK, I do have to ask, like, who's your favorite rapper? Eminem, for sure. M&M. Yeah. Oh, okay. Always, right. okay. I mean, nope. when I was younger, like he was the first one I ever listened to. So maybe that's part of it, but it's between him or Drake. And I don't know, that's, that's hard to say, but I think overall it would be him for sure. Okay. That's dope. Thank you for sharing that. Um, 
And I just have to throw another quick question your way. What is your favorite show to watch on Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus when you're relaxing? I actually don't watch any TV. Uh, For real? Yeah, we don't. So I live in a very like rural area. We actually we have mm-hmm. internet, but it's just like the Verizon. You know, we just like do mobile hotspots and stuff. So I actually don't mm-hmm. watch any TV, but I watch a lot of YouTube. So I'm big on YouTube. Okay. Is there any um, specific YouTube channel or YouTuber that you watch? Yeah, mainly Max Tuning that... and Christian Guzman are, okay. are my like top two. Uh, I know Christian's very busy, so he's not putting as much YouTube content as he used to. But those are the two mm-hmm. main channels I've like watched since the very beginning of like my fitness journey. So those are the ones I kind of stick to. I watch some other YouTubers, but those are the two main ones. Okay. I completely relate and understand. I've been watching a whole lot of Max Tuning, um, Brandon Harding, mm-hmm. HD Muscle Athlete. Um, I love Christian Guzman's videos, but he's super busy with Alpha Land right now, so he's not dropping that YouTube content. That would be so fire. <laughs> but um, so I just have to ask, like, since you're in a in a job or in a position that so many people just want to break into the supplement industry, What's a piece of advice you can give to someone who's maybe might be afraid to go after it? I think, you know, that's hard for me to say because it's hard. Like, obviously, I worked very hard to get this position, but it was kind of lucky. Of I don't know if you've heard the background story of how I got this position in the first place. But so I was actually going to I graduated from um, I'm graduated from an undergrad with a background or a bachelor's in athletic training. Then I went on to mm-hmm. Northern Michigan University because I got a graduate assistant position, which means as long as I like teach certain classes, they'll pay for my master's. So all along, I was going to get my master's in exercise science. And I did one semester there, did very great. I enjoyed it. But over the Christmas break, it was like around this time, right in December, I I saw Mm -hmm. that Price Bell listed a job. And I was like, well, you know, I know I'm a good writer. I don't really have any experience in the supplement industry besides the background knowledge I know from, you know, college and taking supplements and training, like, but I don't have any like real world experience, right? Like, so I just applied for the job like on a whim, not expecting anything, to be honest. And all of a sudden I got a call from Mike and and Ben and they want to do an interview. And, you know, we had to do certain steps in terms of like some writing assignments to like see how I would fit. And then it like, obviously I thought I followed price plow for years before applying for the job. But um, I think my biggest piece of advice is networking. Like sometimes it's not about who, you know, or it's not about what, you know, it's about who, you know, and you need to just get out mm-hmm. there. There's a lot of brands who, if you ask the CEO, like, you know, certain questions, like, and you engage with them, they're going to respond. And I think that's really cool. Um, positive, you know, thing about social media is being able to connect with people like, that's really big networking is huge. And maybe even traveling to events when you know, certain people are holding, you know, expos or something like just getting your name out there. And, and that's like, I think that's key, to be honest. Okay. Well, I'm super cool with Ben and he has never told me your background story. Yeah. So that, that was a, uh, that was pretty dope. Thank you for sharing that. Um, so I just have to ask like, or who inspires you? Like, and it doesn't have to be anyone within sports nutrition. It could be any, any field, any industry. Yeah. I feel like I get a lot of inspiration from different areas. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of times whenever I see anybody who, it's really just an average person chasing their dreams and going after it just, you know, despite whatever anyone else says or thinks about them and really creating something unique 
and awesome. Like that's really what inspires me is that just seeing like your typical average, like Max Tuning, for example, right? Like he was working a nine to five regular job doing YouTube on the side. You know, he had a pretty interesting personality and people just like really connected with him. And, and then all of a sudden now look at him, he owns a few businesses and he works for himself, was able to quit his job. I think those kind of people inspire me because they show people that you can just be an average person and you can do extraordinary things. So I get a lot of inspiration from different areas. I listen to, like I said, I don't watch TV, but I listen to a lot of podcasts, interviews like that. Mm -hmm. And that's why obviously I listen to your podcast and just gain inspiration from people who are doing big things like, you know, Dan and Ryan from ghost, like who knew that this company was going to turn into something like this, but man, they made it happen. And, you know, it's just hearing their story is incredible and it just inspires me to keep going regardless of like where I'm at now, you know, like you never know where you're going to be and you never know where you could be, but you got to try, you know, you got to put in the work and this doesn't just happen overnight because these people do these things for years, but all you see is kind of like the success they're having, but you don't see all the hours of work they're putting in. So I guess a lot of different people, but you know, a lot of people in sports nutrition, just because that's kind of my, my interest. So Hmm. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. In all honesty, yeah, Max, when um, he was just he started off YouTube just with deadlift mm-hmm. videos, and then he started progressing, just showing off more of his personality and who he is as a person. And now he owns Sour Strips, a, a candy company. He owns Ever Forward, and he's just he completely changed his life just from creating high quality mm-hmm. content. And um. Is there any chance or possibility, if you already don't have one, of you having a YouTube channel and or any content that you're planning on pushing out there in the future? You know, I've thought about that more uh, years ago than now. And, man, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I have the confidence to do it, uh, to be honest. And, like, I want to get more active on uh, Instagram. So that's one of my biggest focuses for 2021 Mm -hmm. is actually posting every single day because... I feel like I posted a lot on my story, but I don't post a lot on my main feed. So I'm trying to do that more, uh, more often this year, for sure. I want to do a post a day, but as far as like YouTube and stuff, uh, I, I think it's really cool that people do it and I appreciate what they do and respect their talents. And, uh, you never know, like, obviously I do some YouTube stuff with price and whatnot, but uh, I'm not going to say never, but right now it's not like something I'm focusing on or, you know, doing that. I would love to start a podcast, but I feel like now, not that you can't be successful in YouTube or podcasts, it's hard to start when it's Mm -hmm. such a saturated market. Like I almost felt like, you know, when Max Tuning got into it, like it was a great time because it was like not a lot of people were doing it. But at the same time, at that time, it's like you got to have the confidence, the courage to actually do it because everyone thinks you're weird if you're doing YouTube. But now it's like it's you're like a movie star, you know, if you're like a big time YouTuber. So it's kind of interesting to see that. So I don't know if I'm a little bit late to the game. Like I said, I know anyone could start at any time and I encourage people to do so. But for me, I don't see it in the near future, but you never know. Okay. Um, yeah, I understand in regards to YouTube being saturated and podcasts being saturated because it's like the new cool thing for people to do, right? Um, but just making it personal, I never expected for Content Inspire to take off the way how it did. But I think people just just resonated they basically saw that it was a real and authentic in regards to the passion behind it so um yeah but besides Mm -hmm. that well heather um thank you so much for joining me today on content inspire 
Um, I know that you sharing your story, who you are as a person, certainly will inspire people to go after it. And um, like I said, thank you so much for joining me today. And is there anything that you would like to say to the listeners before we uh, finish up? I think I just want to say thank you for having me. Uh, One of my goals this year is definitely to do more podcasts. So this is starting off the new year on a good note. And yeah, I'm really excited to see what you do in the future with this podcast. And I encourage, like I said, other people who maybe with wanting to do side projects, they can see you as an example of someone who is passionate about the certain topic. And then you just got out there and made it happen. So the biggest thing is action. Got to like, you got to move forward and just start. So I'm, I'm, I'm appreciative of being on the podcast. Well, thank you so much. And listeners till next time.